you're so weird. It's, it's genetic. genetic. Welcome to the first episode of Weirdest Genetic. Weirdest Genetic, the mother son parent tween podcast. For all your parenting advice. And all your teen advice. And all your everything advice. Your life advice. Your your stuff. So your stuff. <laughs> so who are you? Tell the people. I am Jonah. The person you are currently listening to, son. <laughs> That would be my son. I am a future astronomer, and uh, I am 12 years old, and I was born Soon to be 13. And I was born in October. October, which makes you a Libra. And uh-huh. what else do you want them to know about you? Hobbies, interests, fears, favorite foods. I mean, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> I like pizza, like every other teen my age. Yeah. That's what it is. And you would live on donuts if you could. No, I would not. Cookies? What would be the choice? Uh, broccoli, because I'm a good kid. <laughs> yeah, okay. Broccoli, sure. <laughs> and me, who am I? I'm Cachet, this one's mother. <laughs> and I am 31. 31, proudly 31. She hates herself for that. No, I don't hate myself. Wow, it just got real harsh and real dark. <laughs> well, you, you do, you do say that you wish you were back in your twenties again. Though. I, I, I've been feeling old lately. You're right. You're. Thank you for calling me out on that. I should appreciate being thirty-two and thriving. That means that you get more respect because you're more elderly. I get seniority, like the respect. You give me some respect. <laughs> respect. So. It's the first episode. How are you feeling? I'm feeling happy and I'm feeling confident. Happy and confident. I love it. I'm feeling excited and proud. We don't know what we're doing. We made our bed, like me and Oma's bedroom. Oma, which is our awesome producer and Jonah's other mother. Slash Cindy Kate. Yeah, we also call her Cindy Kate. And we made me and Oma's bedroom into a studio. We Mm -hmm. literally just... uh, figured out microphones two minutes ago Mm -hmm. and we really wanted to just figure it out to do weirdest genetic so Mm -hmm. do you want to explain like what is weirdest genetic why are we doing this what are we going to be talking about well first of all we're going to be talking about the stuff of i think our motto should be the the place for post-puberty and pre-puberty post-puberty pre-puberty hangout i like it we're really here to just chat about life i guess Mm -hmm. to be our weird authentic selves Mm -hmm. and to try to just understand each other better i would say we have a pretty good relationship yeah but we also fight like cats and dogs sometimes not in like a creepy gotta call the cops way <laughs> but in like a mother teen son tween son kind of way as in a, oh, you never understand you just never understand mom <laughs> and so we're like you'll have to just hash it out on the podcast sure, so we're gonna get real we might be messy do you think there's gonna ever be tears on the podcast i think only when we're like like i don't know maybe Let maybe we'll TBD cliffhanger. You guys in it for the drama. <laughs> they want the the mother son drama. Yeah. Ooh. So. What are they gonna talk about next week? 
what are they gonna fight about i mean if it was that exciting that would be cool if people were like on the edge of their seats like waiting for the next episode of weird is genetic to drop that would be amazing it also make us feel better but even if we have like two listeners we're still just hanging out and having fun right we're just it's basically like our public audio diary yeah i like that our public audio diary so every week we're gonna do an episode every week right mm-hmm. drop them every sunday <laughs> drop them on the people <laughs> and what can they expect every week so these are also whoa it's important to note that this is all created together right yes like it's not the jonah podcast it's not the mommy podcast we really want to make this together what else so like the logo we made together well you made the logo i chose out yeah so like i made designs like five options you chose your favorite you gave me feedback on color changes you know what this means Hmm. no one can rip off our logo because it's your design well true but i feel like people can rip off anything nowadays but i like your optimism but like but like (laughs) i'm saying that because no one like you can't just go to a free online logo generator and get our logo. Oh, I see. I see. True. So it can't be plagiarized so easily. Like, it's not going to be, like, one, like a dime a dozen logo. Yes. It's, like, very Jonah Mommy logo. Basically, an NFT. <laughs> I don't know what NFTs are. I, like, gave up trying to understand. It's a Gen Z thing, guys. Oh. <sighs> see? This is why I feel old. <laughs> you don't. This is why I feel so young. Well, yeah, okay. So, wait, what were we talking about? We were talking about what we're, what people are going to expect. Oh, yes, every week. So, you're going to expect lots of tangents yes. on random things. We're going to choose, like, loosely a topic of the week. So, mm-hmm. this week, Jonah chose... Uh, we're talking about being a perfectionist. Perfectionism! True. We both struggle with it. It's stuff of nightmares. I think it may be genetic... <laughs> Had to drop that in there. A lot of things that we have are, are like we share them. Yes. So like, what are some things that we share? Well, the obvious things are we're both black. We're both black. We both like some form of art. We both are artists in our own way. We both love Cindy Cave. We both love Doctor Who. True. We both uh, love Bob's Burgers. We both love our puppies. Yes. That's why maybe soon in the far, far future, we're going to have a pup corner where we Pup just... corner? Yes. Oh. oh little Frankie just sneezed. Yeah. He, he's always going to be, like, somewhere out of the frame nearby. Yeah. Um, so we're going to have a topic of the week. This week's perfectionism mm-hmm. because it's something we share. So we're going to choose that topic together, right? Yes. So we, we agreed on perfectionism. I think it's a great choice. We're going to talk about, like, an argument of the week that we had. Yes, which is really, really recent. <sighs> yeah, it's fresh. But we, we're getting through it. Mm-hmm. We're getting through it. It's basically resolved now. Yeah, it's resolved. We're, we'll, yeah. So, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. unpack the, the tiff. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about, like, a sweet, like, mother-son bonding. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we had, like, a cute, sweet moment together. Mm-hmm. Or, like, maybe, like, this was the most fun of the that we had together this week. I think the most fun that we had together this week was, I don't, maybe, I don't know, it's yet to come. Maybe I think right now. 
True. <laughs> Very true. Maybe it is right now. I think right now I'm having a blast. Are you having a blast? Uh, I'm having, like, a, I don't know. I was going to come up with some, like, one of, of what you just said, but I can't come up with so something quippy? Yeah, something <laughs> better than a blast. But I couldn't think a mega dupa super blast. Sure, why not? Sure. So, um, what was, oh, so we're going to, like, give each other advice. Uh, so I might ask you for advice, you're gonna give me advice, and then vice versa. We're gonna share stuff from our time, like, I'm gonna share Gen Z things, and she's gonna share, um, stuff from her time. (laughs) From back in the the olden ye times of 1990, as you like to tell me. I did not, I don't call them the (laughs) olden days, I call grandma's days the olden days. You uh, asked grandma if she was alive when they had telephones. What? (laughs) I did? Yeah. She's not that old, dude. <laughs> well, I mean... Note to self. Apologize to Grandma later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Let's, what? Let's switch gears. <laughs> switch it up. Next topic. Yes. All right. So, perfectionism. Yes. What do you have to say about it? It's... <gasps> Wait. What? Sorry. We have to introduce the podcast. Like, the name. You gotta tell the story of the name. Oh, yeah. And then we'll move into perfectionism. Guys, you gotta remember, this is just a pilot. We're unorganized. We're messy. It's our life. Podcasts (laughs) will reflect our life. Unorganized and messy. Sure. So, this... The name or, like, the idea? I guess whatever you feel like. The name is the easiest to explain. It's just a natural conversation we had. Like, we were just having a small debate, and then it just so it just happened to pop up. Because you were telling me, like, ugh, you're so weird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, you're weird. And then I was like, ugh, I guess it's genetic. And then you were like, that should be the name! And I loved it, and here we are. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's just a way for us to spend time together and mm-hmm. get, to, get to understand each other better. Yeah. So, perfectionism. Now we can do now it. we can do it, okay. which is great topic because our podcast is like far from perfect right now. Yes, we are planning on getting better though. We... So come on, be our OG listeners. Be our OG listeners. Yeah, before it's too late, then you'll become one of those noobs that people say, "Oh, you just started listening? I've been listening since season one." Yeah, I was listening when they had their studio in their bedroom. <laughs> We're not going to be like a huge corporation podcast that has like a huge building that has like multiple rooms for multiple episodes. Like our corporate office? Yeah, we're just going to be... We're just always going to be chill in ourselves. Amateur hour. Amateur hour. We are the amateur hour of podcasts. If you want to learn, if you want to watch people learn how to podcast as we podcast, we are the podcast for you. Yeah. How many times can I say podcast in a sentence? Okay. All All right. right. Let me try. Uh... We started a podcast because our idea for said podcast was quite was quite the idea for said podcast because podcasting is a fun hobby. Oh, I'm losing count. I don't think I can do math. <laughs> fun challenge. So perfectionism. What made you want to choose that as a topic? Because it just felt like something that we can both share our opinions on very very easily because we struggle with it Mm -hmm. hardcore 
perfectionism is something that I think I'm getting better at. But when I was your age, I was in the throes of like peak perfectionism. I, I, I cannot say anything because, like, I try to speak, but then what is facts to me just ends up being negative nonsense. Which, what do you mean? Like I was like, I would say I'm getting better at it too, but my bodies won't allow me to say that. Oh, because you don't fully believe it. Yeah, I well, want to though. I think. I think that's a great first step, that you want to believe that you're getting better. Yeah. Well, yeah. So what do you, what do you think makes perfectionism so hard? The fact that it makes your life even more stressful than it has to be. Mm, like all this added pressure on yourself? Mm-hmm. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah. What are your views on it? That's a great question. I think I have a difficult relationship with perfectionism because I feel like we live in a world where perfectionists are rewarded. Would you say that? I don't... Sometimes, but I don't quite know in what sense you're talking about. Yeah, I wanted to clarify. Like, if you study for 10 hours a day Mm -hmm. because you want to get 100% on your Spanish quiz, Mm -hmm. then you will probably get rewarded, right? With a good grade, and then, like, more things will come your way. Maybe you get on the honor roll. Maybe you get an award. And then that opens opens up a whole new can of worms about one of my favorite uh, things to talk about is, which is uh, conditioning. Conditioning. Psychology. Mm -hmm. Which is like, oh, they like it when I put stress on myself, and when I, and then I get something good as a reward. Vicious cycle. Exactly. That's really hard to break. Because sometimes an A is just as good as an A plus. Mm-hmm. Because you're never gonna get those hours back that you spent like freaking out about little tiny things. What you spent worrying about how your bed has one little bump in it, you could have been spending doing what you love. Yeah, I think that's a great point. So, what are some things that help you, like, shake out of perfectionism? Well, I really can't. Well, it's it, I can very rarely, but it's hard for me to do. It's like a mental workout? Yes. Yeah, I hear that. I think for me, I have to ask myself, like, at the end of the day, does this really matter? Is it going to make me less safe? Is it going to make me... Uh, is it going to make the world fall apart somehow? Is it going to have um, catastrophic implications if I have a typo in my paper? Probably not. So, like, sir, why do you got to go in this atomic bunker? She wrote a typo on her dissertation. <laughs> what do you mean? Why do I have to go in an atomic bunker? Because... It's catastrophic event. Oh, I see, I see. True. Yeah, it can feel like that sometimes. Yeah. And I think what's really tricky with perfectionism is it tricks us into not trying new things. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I might not be good at it, so I don't even want to try it. I suffer with that. Yeah. But you're about to try something new. Do you remember what it is? This. Well, yeah. The podcast is brand new. And also... Oh, yeah, the... Tennis. I wanted to do badminton though. 
We did want to do badminton lessons. You're right. We did search no badminton lessons to be found in New England. If you know where to find badminton lessons, Please hook us up. Email us. <laughs> Weirdestgeneticpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. with your bad badminton. Badminton? Why does it sound weird? Badminton. Badminton. Like, ew, this is a badminton. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I want to say band. B-A-N-D. Badminton. I just say it. I just say how Mr. Rain says it. Your gym teacher? Yeah. Yeah. The badminton. Badminton. Badminton? Sometimes I say a badminton. This is I like a laptop, it. laptop situation. Laptop, laptop? What are you talking about? I used to think it was laptop. Lab? You seriously thought Yeah, that? until I was like 16. Wow, dude. How? I just always heard laptop. Like, <sighs> growing up in Wisconsin, you know, people are nasally... People, I don't know. I just heard laptop. I guess I don't have an excuse. I just heard laptop. <laughs> Is it like bag and bag? Bag. Yeah, my Midwestern as- accent comes out sometimes. But you were living in North Carolina for like what eight years of your life, and yet you don't have a Southern accent. I'm surprised. Did you like consciously try not to have a Southern accent? I just spoke. That's all I did. I just spoke. You don't really think about how you're talking. Mm-mm. Well. <clears throat> Sometimes it like, worked out for you. When I'm around people, I like change myself into somebody else to breathe on. Do you know what that's called? No, I forgot. I knew what it was, but I forgot. So, like one thing it could be called is code switching. Okay. Which um don't come for me for this not being a precise definition, but basically you feel like pressure to adapt, um, especially marginalized people who have um, like identities who are, have some sort of oppression, like black folks, queer folks. Um, they might talk one way with their family and then in like a professional setting feel like they have to talk a, a certain way, yeah. like a, a, a different way to like fit in and be accepted. Yeah. But then my, my voice is natural. So your voice right now? Yes. Yeah. And then, like, when you feel pressure to, like, switch yourself, what do you end up changing? Like, bro, yo, what is that? (laughs) Into, like, teen speak? Yes. Ties into, like, your depression or your autism. I feel like it's, like, just insult to injury sometimes. Insult to injury? You're bad at math, you're bad at reading, and you can't make your bed. But you're so good at reading, and you can make your bed. And you're getting so much better at math, like you've grown so much. I forgot to tell you that I had to do every single subject from kindergarten to high school in one sitting today. What do you mean? It was like this one, like three-year IEP meeting. Like, I had to do like calculus, algebra two. Oh, they were doing like evaluating you for your IEP? Yeah, I guess. So IEPs, for folks who don't know is your um like your individualized education plan is it's called for folks who have some sort of need or disability Mm -hmm. and need special supports in school right Mm -hmm. so you've had an iep since kindergarten and so right now you're up for your reevaluation and so people are bugging you left and right for like tests and things like that yeah it's really annoying because I already have so much work to do just to have to do every single subject. Yeah. Plus, I was like, it's, it's over now. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get that. <sighs> I wish that to get extra help, you didn't need to do extra work. You know, like, they should just... I feel like it would be so much easier, practically and mentally, if they just murdered them in said subject. Oh, like if you just... Like if someone just came and observed you in each class? Yeah. Gotcha. Kind of like Miss Gay's class. Oh, I see. So, in your past classes, you felt like it was a little less stressful to yeah. get evaluated? Because it just, like, watched me and what I did. Gotcha. Which sounds like it'd be <laughs> way more... Creepy? ...stressful, but it was actually, like, like, it was nice knowing that there was someone there to, like, tell you that you were doing good. Yeah. Instead of having to be like, alright, here's 90 Spanish things, 90 math things. Do you think that school makes your perfectionism worse? Very, sometimes especially in science because I really really want to please Mr. Harris your favorite teacher ever yes shout out to Mr. Harris if he's listening <laughs> I'm sure he'll listen to support you yeah to support your projects what are your views on perfectionism how do I think it impacts me mm-hmm. hmm when I think about perfectionism I feel like I sometimes struggle to admit that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and but I've gotten a lot better at it, and I can usually see it. It just might take me, like, a couple hours. Well, I know that I have gotten a lot better at apologizing for things. You have gotten so much better, because you used to never, ever want to admit that you're wrong, and now... You can do it. You just might need a little bit of time. But my perfectionism hinders what how much I can apologize. Because, like, I can't quite do the, hey, I'm sorry, it's my fault. I can do the, hey, I'm sorry, it's my fault. But you should have done this. My perfectionism hinders how much I can apologize. Because I will, like, say that, like, I'm sorry, but then make an excuse. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Not like, just I'm sorry. You don't want to take the whole blame. Yeah, because it's like, it's like a combination of just an average child's fear of not wanting to get in trouble and just me wanting to be right. Yeah, that makes total sense. Who does? Who doesn't want to be right? What are some commitments that we can make to each other? to help each other with perfectionism i'll let you go first (laughs) i think that i am going to be more committed to trying new things even if i don't think i'll be good at them well okay i think that i will follow in your footsteps you're gonna do the same thing yeah promise Mm. you saw here for here whoa you saw it here first folks you saw it here first folks folks. (laughs) We should do that as in, like, our... Our... Oh, like, vocal warm-ups? Yeah. You saw it here first, folks. Anything else you want to say about perfectionism? It's a pain to deal with. It's a pain to deal with. hmm Yeah, it is. I... Do you ever see people who just, like, don't care and, like, don't have any issues with perfectionism and you're just like, how do they do it? Yeah. I do see those kind of people. And it's like... Give me whatever it is that you got, because I need some of it. They're like aliens that are like, hey, 
people are acting this way, but I don't really know what it means, so I just can't do it. Yeah, I wish I could just be carefree like that. But we're getting there. We're working on it. True. We're doing better. So, speaking of perfectionism, some things that were not perfect this week. We had a few arguments. Yeah. Well, actually, only one big argument. Yeah. There was, like, tiny little Jonas. Jonah. <laughs> what what kind of things were would I say Jonah about? Like, when, when I have my little, like, no, it's not moments. Oh, when you start to get, like, argumentative? Yeah, like, you could say, like, it's in the counter or something like that, and you'll be like, no, it isn't. And you'll be like, Jonah. <laughs> and I give you the look. Do Do the look for the camera. I think that's a good impression. It's a fair impression. You think you catch yourself doing that? I mean, I do. I do. I'm like Jonah. Because my mom did that to me. She did. Yeah, Grandma would have like her one eyebrow. She'd be like, <laughs> she "Cashay Miranda Owens." <laughs> I probably am making it look weird, but like when she did it, it was intimidating. Like the only thing she just like, like. Well, that's because she's a grandma to you. She was a mom to me. Grandmas yeah. are sweeter. Yeah. Well, yeah, but nice save. <laughs> what do you mean, nice save? Because I almost said, well. Oh, <laughs> you were going to do it? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to do the thing. Well, the argumentative thing? No, I'm not. Oh, just, just because? Yeah, I should really, really try and stop that. It's so. What do you think makes it, you do it? I don't know. Is it just, maybe it's my idea that I have to be right every time. Or maybe it's just that, like, I... It reminds me of the coffee shop. Remember the coffee shop? Like, you, you gave me water. I'm like, what is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we were, where were we? We were, like, eating breakfast. I think it was at Wahlburgers. Oh, at Wahlburgers in Boston. We had to try Wahlburgers. It, what do you think of it? Like, it was not right. I hated the buns that they used. I loved everything else. The buns? Yeah. So, Xnan the buns, the rest was good. Yeah. And I gave you a cup of ice water, and he was like, what's that? And I was like, jeez, you act like I'm trying to poison you. So suspicious. <laughs> and then you said the famous, you're acting like, what is that, cyanide? <laughs> That was so funny. Like, you were acting like I put cyanide in your cup. Exactly. I don't know why you do that. Maybe it's just, I don't know. If You're just, like, quick to be defensive. Maybe that. Maybe I'm just paranoid. I don't know. Do you feel like the world... Let's talk about when perfectionism has really helped us do amazing things. Oh, yeah. Real quick. This podcast would not be possible without the help of our producer, Oma. Super helpful. Thanks. Amazing at our tech issues. Yeah, I just learned, like, you know, 10 out of 10. She has previous history at producing stuff. She was an art director in for a, a major film. movie. In a major motion picture. Made thousands of dollars. She was in Rio. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, was, <laughs> she was not in Rio. But the rest is true. So. I think she'd be good in Rio. I think she would have been a great addition to Rio. I've never watched it. It's so good. Okay, our next episode two is going to be, like... Almost review on Rio. And, like, feeling out of the loop. Watching things late? No, just, like, genuinely feeling. Oh. 
FOMO. I think that's a great topic for an episode too. So, um, when has perfection worked well for you? Very rarely has it ever. But, um, it's like, it helps me get, like, be determined to get good grades. Sometimes, like, it depends on, like, how I use it. Like, it's the balance. Like, if I'm too perfectionist, I get stressed out. If I'm too little perfectionist, I act like lazy. So it's like the perfectly balanced. Gotcha. Laziness is a whole other topic. That'll be a future episode. Episode three, lazy. And how it doesn't exist. I think perfectionism helps you be motivated to do, do well. I think it helps you teach yourself things like you get so determined to figure it out that you teach yourself things you've taught yourself some really hard computer programs and software well like what like blender yeah well i can't huh i can't well yeah right now you've lost computer privileges but at least you taught yourself the skill yeah but i'm determined to use it again what i'm determined to use it again you're determined to get your computer back again yeah well for that. You're determined to get blender privileges. Yes. To be debated. Okay. When I think about how perfectionism has worked well for me, I think it helped me stay dedicated to get a PhD, mm-hmm. even though I was a teen parent, even though I was a teen mom, and it was really hard work, mm-hmm. and perfectionism helped me get through it. It also helped you with, I think what has been the biggest boulder on your shoulders, which was your dissertation. My dissertation was a lot of hard work. I think I think we did it. I think perfectionism, we made commitments to try new things, mm-hmm. and we're going to move through it. And our perfectionism is going to be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. And we were starting to talk about the argument of the week. Yeah. And how, do you think perfectionism was tied up in that? No, I think it was out of turn speaking that resulted in that. You spoke out of turn? Yeah. So give the folks some backstory about what the argument was from your perspective, and then I'll give my perspective. It was like, see, what my brain does is that it, like, makes, like, stuff like this tells it like to the back of my brain it's like you don't need to know about this anymore like you don't want to think about it anymore yeah so it's like i have to pull it all the way back to the front um can you, you start with my pers- with your perspective and i add on to it sure sure so from what the principal told me the vice principal told me was that your friend got in trouble in gym class and got sent to the principal's office and that you decided to follow him out of the gym and when the gym teacher said Jonah where are you going you decided to respond with I'm getting water Sherlock yes cringe 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 and then later you uh, told him he needed to check and improve his grammar I didn't say check check your check your grammar fool I did not say check your grammar fool I just said Check your grammar one. Check your grammar. Which is still on its own not great, right? Yeah. And then you got put in 
recess detention mm-hmm. in which the prince vice principal offered you drinks to go with your lunch several times because she noticed you didn't have one. Well, first of all, it was only once. She says she offered it twice, no. just saying. She said it was she only offered it once. And then you declined and then decided to walk out of the room without permission to get a drink. So, I got a call, Oma got a call, because I was in meetings, and I am not usually thrilled when I get calls from school during the day, right? Mm -hmm. So, you came home, and what did I say to you? Welcome home, Sherlock. (laughs) Welcome home, Sherlock? Yeah. And you knew in that moment that you were... Well, I knew I was in trouble from the start. You knew getting off the bus that you were going to be in trouble? I knew... Right after I was sent to the office, that they were gonna call you. So like, oh. I was expecting. So when you're expecting it, what are you thinking about? Just better get it over with and resolve it. Just try to get it over with and resolve it. Mm-hmm. Do you think I'm super strict or am I pretty laid back? Well, like it depends. Like you're laid back compared to Wanda, <laughs> but strict compared to Danielle. Oh, so laid back compared to your friend John's mom. Mm-hmm. And strict compared to your friend Kyle's mom. Yes. Fair enough. So I'm in the middle. Mm-hmm. And we had a long conversation about it. Yes. What came out of that conversation for you? Uh, well, well, from you, it was to respect those who are older than you. I can't remember if you said that or someone said that. Just, like, respect people in general, right? Yeah. And you said, I can't remember the first thing you said, and I sat down on the couch with, in what world do you think it's okay to treat people like that? Mm-hmm. Like something along those lines. Yeah. Hmm. How did you feel when I said that? Like, well, fair point. <laughs> fair point. Well, at least you can admit it. Yeah. And then Oma had to come and do her... Give her cents. Give her two cents. The Oma, yeah, she Oma's the lecturing parent, which is not a bad thing. It's really helpful because I think that Oma's lectures, they're lectures that are easy to follow. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> they're not like Harvard lectures. Him? <laughs> Do I give Harvard lectures? You don't give lectures at all. You oh. just give like. I was almost going to say you give Caillou. Like, uh, like don't do that again. Then I'm off. <laughs> you do not do Caillou. You do, like, like her, but, like, shortened. Short lectures. Like, Lecturettes, if you will. Like, she does, she's the Wikipedia, you're the paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm the cliff notes? Mm-hmm. Fair. I think that's a fair assessment. And maybe a, a balanced approach, a little bit of both helps out yeah yeah so then today so then what were how did we resolve it so today you well i guess hold up yesterday i asked you to pick your consequence right Mm -hmm. so you chose you chose well you because you weren't sure what to choose right yeah and so i didn't want it to be what what why are you so excited for this well, we're going to be cutting stuff. A lot of that was our pre... 
Yeah. Also, there's probably like a bunch of extra audio in there if you don't like the testing. Yeah. For sure. Anyway. Um, so, um. Our house was haunted. <laughs> the lights just fell over. All is okay. So, how do we choose to resolve it? I told you to pick your consequence, but you weren't sure exactly what you'd want to pick, right? When you asked me to do that, I'd like. I don't want you to think, like, I'm choosing the easiest possible consequence, like, uh, no iPad for the day. Which is what I gave you, no iPad for the day. Yes. Uh, because I did that because the vice principal said that she felt that you all were, like, already working through it. Mm-hmm. She didn't want you to have, like, a bunch of extra consequences. And so I was trying to be fair, but still give you something that I know would annoy you. But you weren't trying to, like... Why? No, I wasn't trying to, like, ruin your life. Well, you were trying to ruin my life. Well, thank you. I'm glad you see that. You tried to, like... This is what happens. To teach you the real world? Yeah. Like, with this computer game and the, um... What else was it? The friendships. Yeah. Oh, careful. The friendships. <clears throat> with the friendships, I try to to make help you see good, safe choices, right? Mm-hmm. So, you had no iPad for the day, and then what else did you do? Alright, I wrote the cards. I wrote the cards for the teacher and our vice principal. Yeah. And we're still waiting for a response. And that was our argument of the week. Yeah. What was, how have you argued with your kid slash parent slash partner slash friend this week? Hope it didn't end up like a get out of the house. <laughs> Not too stressful? Yeah. We were able to resolve ours, so hopefully you were able to resolve yours. Yeah. Let us know your, your spat of the week. We'd love to hear the drama. Then again, our conflict was pretty tame. Yeah, we didn't have a, a wild week. We were able to get along for most of the week. Mm. Our sweet moment of the week is starting our podcast together, yes. working out all the kinks, letting it be messy and unorganized and kind of like slapped together, mm-hmm. low budget, but... Tough Dr. Tardis style. Yeah, we're doing it low budget, low tech, and it's just about hanging out and chatting, right? We don't have the highest tech Alienware microphones. But we can say we are a real, authentic podcast. Yes. Because what podcast... How about this? If you can name a podcast that has a 12-year-old black kid named Jonah and a 31-year-old black mom named Keshe, we'll give you 10 PS5 gift cards. Boom. Boom! 10 PS5 gift cards. If you can find me a podcast with two co-hosts named Jonah, Cache, they're both black, you get PS gift cards. Mm-hmm. I like that offer. What if someone is like, that's me, pay up, we ain't Ooh, got that kind of money. True. Like, because you just like, no legally changing your name. <laughs> that's, that's cheating. It has to have existed on March 30th or prior. Yes. Okay. March 30th, 2022. We gotta be clear with our stipulations if there's gift cards at stake. Yeah. And March, March 31st. It is March 31st, I've been informed. So, do you have anything that you need advice on? No, how about you? You're doing good? You're doing great? You don't need advice on anything? Yeah. 
I do need some advice. On what? I have some friend drama. It's not major drama. It's friends that I love. They're two of my dearest, closest friends. Is it who I think it is? I'm not going to say their names. Let's say their names are Molly and Jen. Is it... Is it... Don't say their name. No, I'm just going to abbreviate it. Is it AS? AS. Who are my friends with AS? No. Okay. <laughs> so here's my dilemma. Is I've been feeling left out. You have two best friends, yeah. a trio. How do you stop the feeling of being left out, of FOMO, of feeling like the third wheel when you have a group of three friends and it feels like the other two are like having more fun without you? I discuss it with them directly. See, that's what people keep telling me. <laughs> and it's too scary. Okay. So I wrote up a message. Mm-hmm. Can I read it to you and let me know what you think? Okay. This is what I wrote. Okay. I said... You shouldn't be afraid of people who are your friends. If, if, like, that's, like, if you're afraid of your friends, then they're not friends. You're right. I just need to be brave, but I'm afraid of being rejected. Mm. So this is what I wrote. I wrote, hey, y'all, I wanted to reach out from a place of vulnerability and love for both of you. I wanted to share that I've been dealing with some insecurity about being left out and being the third wheel in our friendship dynamic. I honor the relationship you have with each other and don't expect to be invited on every trip or every meetup, but I just wanted to share that it would be nice to be invited a bit more if and when y'all plan a friendcation in the future. I may not always be able to go, but being invited just feels nice. I know you can't always go on trips I plan either, but I am starting to feel a little insecure that I'm not included. I just needed to name and honor my feels. Thanks for listening. Do you think you can rate how much they invite you on a scale of ten, on a scale of one to ten, without your insecurities hindering the true answer? Yes. Okay. I think that like, say for every ten trips, mm-hmm. I would get invited on like one, or maybe two. Then, that would be an issue to me. So, because this is what I'm feeling is like. I make myself go a little nuts. Like, maybe I'm just being too sensitive. Like, why am I getting upset? They should just be able to do their own thing. Or maybe I'm, like, making assumptions and there's some other reason why I'm not being included. But then everybody I talk to about it, they're like, yeah, I would be upset too. Yeah. So, maybe... Like, with it, when it happens to me and my friends, I just go, like, Dude, what's up? It's fine. Why are you doing that? I just feel like you got, like, something... Like, I understand that I don't need to be on every, like, thing. Yeah. But, like... I think it happens most when I try... When you try to be friends with a friend who already has a best friend. Mm. Who is that? Has that happened to you before? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> you just guessing? But, like, I can... You can imagine. I can say because it's partially happened. Oh, okay. Because, um, like, and then this, you know, that girl from kindergarten. Kelsey? No, the other one. The one who followed me around there talking to me. Kelsey? Caitlin? No, that, that was the one. In kindergarten? I don't know if I ever... Maybe I was just, like... 
I don't think you ever told me about this. Yeah, well, this is a trend. If you know, if you know me in real life, you <laughs> know that I keep things secret for like thousands of years and uncover it in like twenty one fifty eight. Yeah, why do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> you just forget about it. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I just don't tell you. I don't know. Me, most of the time, I just forget. Okay. Because my brain pokes one into the back. I I get it. You explained to yourself, so now I get it a little bit better. So who's this girl? What? So who is this girl? What did she do? In kindergarten? Yeah. Well, she just followed me around and talked to me when I said I don't want to be talked to. Oh, and so that's what you mean when, like, she wanted to be your friend, but you didn't really want to be her friend? Yeah. Gotcha. Because, like, I already had... Well, I don't want to say I already had friends, but I had, like, acquaintances with her. So you just felt like you were not in a place to have more friends? I, I just didn't... I just didn't want to be her friend <laughs> why because she just annoyed me <laughs> she annoyed you yeah well that's fair i guess you don't have to be everyone's friend you're right you don't have to vibe with everybody sometimes people will have personality clashes and it's nobody's fault like you wouldn't expect a great white shark to be friends with a penguin a great white shark and a penguin yeah i would not even though nemo broke boundaries fish are friends not food <laughs> i get that, that i mean thing. it was entirely his fault that he started the bleed he should have just been careful yeah i agree so um so your advice is to just talk to them directly mm-hmm. so I'm your sorry. advice is the same as everyone else's no it just means way. that everybody's right and i just need to do it so next episode i will give you an update mm-hmm. thank you for the advice so we are to the closing segment. Yeah. Well, what not is? Because this was fun. Yeah. And we're gonna keep doing it. What's the closing segment? The closing segment is. Random trivia. Random convince trivia. me, of something weird. Okay. Convince me something weird is cool. I think we said. Mm. So what is a weird thing that you really want to tell me about? Well, it could be random. It could be anything. April 11th, 1954 was the most boring day in human history. April 11th, 1954. You're setting the stage for us. So why was it boring? The most eventless day in human history. The most eventless day? No births, no deaths. No No births, no deaths? That can't be possible. Yes, it is. It truly is. I'm going to Google this. No births, no deaths. I'm doing it. April 11th, 1954. It's the most boring day. Wow, you're right. Exactly. But wait, I don't believe there was no births or no deaths. Yeah, there was no... I think you're confused. I mean, no births or no deaths of famous people. Oh, that's a big difference. No, it is not. (laughs) Guys, please, write in the reviews. Is this a big difference? I don't think it is. A big difference between no births, no deaths. Of compared to no births, no deaths of famous people. There's a lot of famous people. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people. Every day there's like a birth or death. I get that. But like, I thought you meant like no babies were born, no people died. And I'm like, people born every second of the day. I know. But like. How, where did you learn this fact? Just browsing facts. Just browsing facts? You browse facts? Yeah. Oh. All the time. Is that like your hobby? Kind of. I just like. I kind of like to just search a random date. It's like, I don't know, April 9th, 1986. And I le- learn about all the events in that day and all the people born and all the people that died. 
It's fun. <laughs> I can kind of see the appeal of it. So would you consider yourself like a history buff? I wouldn't say history buff, but I'd say like someone who's intrigued. Intrigued. Someone who dabbles in Some... the uh, field. <laughs> you dabble in the field. Okay. <laughs> well, you convinced me. That sounds pretty cool that you know that fact. It's a great like party fact to throw out. Do you... I believe you. I looked it up. It's in the Atlantic. I never have heard of that. So you taught me something new today. Is Alma looking it up? So what I would like to convince you of something weird that I just think you really need to get on board with Mm -hmm. is the combination of peanut butter and jelly, dude. It sounds weird. I tried it. It sounds weird. I don't believe that you've adequately tried it. I literally shoved it onto my plate when we were in Peru. That's many, many years ago. But still, it was like, it tasted like uh, garbage poop. That's a bit dramatic. (laughs) I think most people, like, I would would even venture to say the majority of the population likes peanut butter and jelly. But what if I'm not that population? I get it, but I just don't think you've given it a chance. It sounds weird. It sounds like they would not go together. But trust me, on bread, it's like the perfect, there's nothing in the house to eat snack. How about this? Nothing nothing in the house to eat cereal. How about pancakes? How about Popeye? (laughs) How about uh, pizza? How about Rolos? How about... Rolos? You don't eat Rolos. You don't like candy. I don't like candy. So that's a valid example, or an invalid example. Oh, you just, she said it was valid. <laughs> no, so. I misspoke. I misspoke. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I really think you should give Peter Pan and Jelly another chance. Well, I think you should give Minecraft a chance. Okay, but your weird thing of this episode was not Minecraft. It was a random fact. <laughs> Okay, so how about you, how about we try to have the most uneventful day in Owen's history? The most uneventful day? So basically we like lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and that's our boring day. <laughs> Why not? And then like at the end we could just have like a super mega party. That actually sounds kind of fun. It's like... Do you think you could, <laughs> do you think you could survive it? Yeah, probably. So how long would we lay in bed for? Like, I don't know, however long, like 20 hours the whole day 23 hours it's and then not 23 hours we have one hour to party but then we party into the next day 22 hours so we have one hour to party two hours to party two it's 24 hours in a day yeah it's that's what i said so we party for one hour and then we go back to staring at the ceiling why because why not why don't we stare at the ceiling for a day and then party for a week this is us, dude. This is like us. We plan a party about staring at the ceiling. That is us. Weird and random. And it's genetic. It's genetic. Come back next week for episode two where we're going to talk about FOMO. We need to make an outro music. We're going to add outro music. Okay. The podcast will get fancier as we go along. Just like bear with us. Can there be a temporary outro music just so you know? Boom chicka wah wah. This is our outro music. Make sure. Make sure. Make sure. Make sure. And cut.